States to call for peace. During this trip, he spoke to the American public to describe the aspirations and the agony of the voiceless masses of the Vietnam people. He also met with many important figures in America, including Dr. Martin Luther King, who nominated him for the 1967 Nobel Peace Prize. In 1969, he led the Buddhist peace delegation to the Paris Peace Talks, organized to negotiate an end to the war in Vietnam. In 1973, because of his peacework, he was denied permission to return home. But being exiled did not deter him. Over the past 40 years of living in the West, he has established himself as one of the most influential and respected spiritual leaders in the world. He has continued his social activism through the support of over 100 schools and programs of village improvement in his homeland. He has also continued to be involved with peace and social justice movements around the world, speaking out on issues from AIDS to the Iraq War. With more than 100 books in print in over 30 languages and a year-round teaching schedule, his impact continues to grow worldwide. From his hermitage at Plum Village in southwestern France, he guides numerous communities of monks, nuns, and laypersons on five continents. In 2005, he was able to return to his homeland for the first time in 39 years. In his new work, The Art of Power, Thich Nhat Hanh approaches the subject of power from a radically different direction than most philosophers and thinkers in the Western tradition. Beginning about 2,500 years ago, in classical Greece, the topic of power and the appropriate use or abuse of power has been a central subject of debate in Western civilization. For millennia, Inquiries into the subject of power have focused primarily on the state's monopoly on violence, its proper legal use, and the legitimacy and behavior of those who control it. Over the centuries, innumerable books have been written on the techniques of power, how to gain power, how to use power, and how to hold on to power. In these pages, however, Thich Nhat Hanh begins his inquiry into power at its very base, its most organic level. He begins with volition, our deepest intention. He explains to us that the ability to attain any goal is absolutely contingent on the condition and quality of our mind. That a wholesome intention combined with a lucid mind is the prerequisite for genuine power. He reminds us of the obvious fact, so long forgotten, that anyone with a clear and caring mind is inherently powerful no matter how little power she appears to possess. He makes crystal clear that everyone, without exception, at their core being, has the deepest intention of love and goodness. And he asks, advises, exhorts, and inspires all of us to return to that primal source. He knows all too well, having personally witnessed war and its immeasurable suffering, people's awful propensity to be corrupted by power. Like the prophet Levi, who came out of the desert to confront King Solomon, he reminds us that all power, especially great power, has within it the seeds of its own destruction, and that all the power you possess, no matter how great, is useless if it does not bring you joy and does not bring peace and happiness to those you love. He asks us how we can make the claim to be powerful when we are not free from the oppression of our anger or the scourge of our fear. 
he challenges us to realize that genuine power comes only with a clear mind and a calm heart, and that when we are not in control of our own thoughts, we are actually quite powerless, nothing more than slaves to our fears, emotions, and craving. When this happens, it is not we who possess power. It is power that possesses us. He states boldly that every person is born with the capacity to be free of fear, delusion, and tyranny, whether external or, just as important, internal. To him, both the tyranny of the state and the tyranny of our own mental anguish and its terrible effects are surmountable. He tells us that the surest way to deal with the age-old problem of the corrosive nature of state power is to create a society of insightful and healthy minds, a citizenry that is strong, happy, and free, especially free from the fear of not having power and the fear of losing power.